This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Dory, Josh, do you mind if I make a public apology before we start today's episode of Playing Around? Are you doing like a soft, a, a soft open? Yeah, it's just, I feel really bad and I feel like we just need to address it. I, you, you know what it's about too, so I'll, I'll just get into it. In the last episode, we talked about boobs, and a lot of people were actually deeply offended by it, and I just want to apologize. I don't know how or why we did this, and we didn't mean to offend anyone by leaving out fun bags and tiggle biddies out of the discussion. I mean, how could we? We take our boob terminology very seriously around here, and we drop the ball on this one, and so from all of us, we apologize, and it will never happen again. How could we forget fun bags? How, how did we forget that? I want to know who was like the the man with the four year old brain that was like, we forgot fun bags <laughs> and tickle bitties. That's such a good one. And we forgot both of those. And we just we have to apologize. That was our bad. And we, we can't have we can't have that happening again. That's just not OK. My man card is now on probation because we missed fun bags. And I, I do sincerely apologize. Good. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. It needed to happen. I will say I've never heard of the second one. You've never heard of Tickle Bitties? No. Oh, it's a classic. Well, let's work it out, Tori. Let's work it out. Paige, do it slowly for Pro Tour to hear. Tig all bitties. <laughs> Josh, do you want to explain this one? I think I think she got it. Okay. <laughs> Just choked on my coffee. <laughs> you just you, you just gave her the Rona. <laughs> I, I mean, we we hold ourselves to such a high standard on this podcast, and the fact that we forgot about that. And me, my me, my brand is boobs, and it just has been bothering me since the last episode. So we, I had to address it. It needed to be done. Paige, was there anything that your fans 
or followers DM'd you saying that they want more of from that? <laughs> Did you have any other good questions that we can tease for the next time we do Page Bears All? Um, people have just been like naming my boobs lately, which has been fantastic. Um, some guy was like, I shall now call them Pixie and Dixie. <laughs> So that, <laughs> that's in my life. But I, I actually have a story. So I got this DM yesterday and this guy said, hey, Paige, I found this fan fiction. And for everyone who doesn't know, fan fiction is basically when people create a story from their fantasy. And this is a big deal for me because my, my best friend, Danny, she, I mean, I've known her forever. And she said, she's like, she doesn't care about golf. She doesn't care about social media or anything. She's like, but the day that someone writes a fan fiction story about you is the day that you made it. And so I read the story. Shocked. Guys, shocking. It was, it's, it was erotica, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So it started out all innocent where he... He was writing the story, and I want to clarify that this is completely fake. This has never happened. Just you need to keep that in mind. So he starts the story out by just talking about himself and how he won this big contest. And the contest was to play around a golf with me. And so they, like, flew him out, um, gave him this, like, five-star hotel, and everything was going awesome. And so he shows up to the golf course, and then he sees me. And I don't know what's more concerning, the fact that he wrote this or the fact that I read the whole thing, but <laughs> he sees me, and we play, we play the front nine together. Everything's fine, normal, nothing too out of the ordinary. And we say our goodbyes, and I leave. And I was like, okay, that's like, it was, it was sweet. Like, he said I was really nice and, like, beautiful in person. I was like, oh, this is, like, probably one of the nicest things someone has ever wrote. And then takes a turn for the worst. So I come back after playing nine and I was like, hey, I had such a great time with you. Can we play the back nine together? And he was like, yeah. So it ends up turning into strip golf with this like, he was like 50 years old and I'm going to leave out the the details because (laughs) it's like crazy. But the most disturbing part, it just, this really rubbed me the wrong way and it pissed me off so much. And it wasn't the fact that in the story he said that I had to apply sunscreen to a schlong with my mouth, or it also wasn't the fact he said that I got an orgasm just by looking at him and he didn't do anything. It was the fact that he said he was a 28 handicap and he beat me. Like, that is the most outrageous thing I have ever heard in my entire life. A 28 handicap beats me straight up. Well, I mean, you did have sunscreen in your mouth. I guess so. (laughs) What? A 28 (laughs) handicap. And so... (laughs) So that's a really good lesson. I think think only single-digit handicappers can write fan fiction to you now. Yeah, that was not okay. I was, like, okay with most of it. And all of a sudden, he was like, yeah, I won on the last hole. I'm a 28 handicap. And, and But, I, you know, guys, I was the winner because I won this fantasy night with this guy that I don't even know. So, win-win for everyone. <laughs> the, the, the 28 handicapper beating you is, like, your version of a creep. 
I am so offended by that. I can't even tell you. Like, that's how bad people think that I am. Is that they think that the Twitter, a 28 handicap and they can beat me straight up. Oh, it's God. outrageous. I am. I wanted to throw up. I was so mad. Can, can, can I? Okay. So like on this fan fiction, like was there like was it? It was obviously well enough written that you kept reading, right? It was so long. Was there any like really good phrases like heaving breasts or 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 like pulsating like anything poetic about his erotica? Um, he talked about his penis being a carrot. That was a good one. Um, it 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 was lacking. I think there he could have used better terminology. Um, it, it wasn't up to the writing level that I expected. But it wasn't bad. Tori, I, I know you don't know how this works, but that is so bad. Okay, so I would, let's just say I'm Scratch. I would have to give him 28 shots to be on a level for playing field hole. for one round of golf. So it'd be a shot, a whole base, or it'd be like, four, what would that be? 14 shots for nine, each nine. It, it was, it was bizarre. It, it was one of the, um, the weirdest things I've ever been DM'd, um, and I still don't know how to process the information. Well, now, does your best friend's advice ring true? Is it now you know you've made it? It's been a groundbreaking week for me, so I've had fan fiction written about me. I've become a meme, and I also had a viral tweet, so life is pretty great, if I may say so myself. Wait, 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 what's the meme? So <laughs> I posted it on the Playing Around podcast Instagram, and that's Playing Around podcast if you guys want to go follow there. And do you guys remember when I was telling the dating disaster story where guys used me for golf lessons and clubs and golf balls and all that? So it ended up getting picked up by a bunch of like <laughs> news sites. One, no one actually believes that it happens, but... Um, my lack of golf bags and golf clubs says otherwise, but it was a headline. It says former pro golfer claims men only dated her for free golf lessons. And then underneath it says guys literally only want one thing and it's golf lessons. And they took out what it normally is, which is sex. And then they put golf lessons over it. So that happened. That was pretty cool. I, I honestly felt like I made it in that moment. People were DMing me, and they're like, look, you're on um, this website and that website, and and then I was getting a lot of hate for it because no one believed that it actually did happen. <laughs> so, PG, speaking of, speaking of, yeah. uh, I got a couple of, of texts from my dudes that follow you that, I'm just going to say it, also don't believe that happened. No, so here's the thing. I can see how... Everyone doesn't think it's believable now, but back in college, it was a very different story. I mean, a lot of guys that blew me off or didn't give me the time of day now reach back out and they're like, oh my gosh, I made such a big mistake. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And this one kid, I actually, I tutored in college. I wrote a paper for him, slid in my DMs. And was like, oh, you went to U of A? So did I. And I'm like, 
I know I wrote your paper for you. And he's like, no, you didn't. And he didn't even remember me or recognize me or anything. So (laughs) that, and that's happened quite a bit where they'll like slide in the DMs and don't even remember me. Um, I just, I looked really different. I acted very different and having like a social following and especially being in Sports Illustrated swimsuit kind of changed a lot of things. And so a lot of guys from my past have crept back in and apologized and said all this stuff. But that is a true story. It did happen. Um, I'll try to reach out to some of the guys and see if they'll give a testimony of my golf lesson ability and maybe a screenshot of the golf bag I gave them. So uh, I'll work on that as proof of the story. But it did actually happen. Um, I wouldn't lie about that. There is no way that you're going to get these guys to publicly come out and say, I was the dip that didn't try and kiss PG. I will say, Paige, I was uh, I pulled an article that I would love to hear your opinion on um, for some golf news. And at the very end of the article that I was reading on CNN, it said uh, Paige Renee's 20 best photos she's ever taken on Instagram. And I was like, never will I ever have an article written that about me. Hey, I don't know about that. Way to make it in that way, too. <laughs> New York Post, CNN, like, they got my back. Uh, but I don't know, Tori. I get a lot of people sending me DMs or tweets, and they're like, get get the app for Tori. Like, I need to see her. Like, hook it up. So I think one day, New York Post is going to do 20 best pictures of Tori, <laughs> producer Tori. <laughs> Creepy girl stalks golfers on the course and is now banned from all further PGA tours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do they say? All press is good press. <laughs> do it for the podcast, Tori. Do it for the podcast. Anything for the downloads. You're like in jail and I'm like, oh, let's Instagram this. <laughs> let's be real. Josh is going to be the one out of all three of us to end up in jail. Oh, a thousand percent. Let's clear the air on that. There is no way that there's such a thing as a thousand percent. There is. It's more than a hundred. Okay. It's what Paige and I bring to this podcast every single day. Oh, well done. Well done. That was heartwarming. But I want, what what was this article you pulled? Let's, let's talk about it. While she's looking that up, like, what am I going to jail for, PG? Mm. Let's, let's, let's do that for all three. Like, what would be the thing, the closest thing, the reason you would end up going to jail? Josh would go to jail for, like, annoyance. I feel like oh, you wow. would. <laughs> no, hold on. So I saw on your Instagram you, like, protested a parking ticket. So I feel like that would be a thing where you, like, continue to do something like that. And they're just like, enough of this guy. He's annoying. Let's throw him in jail. Yeah. Actually, you're dead right. You're yeah. dead right. You're like the male Karen. What's what would the male Karen? Oh, Josh! Josh. <laughs> Hold the <it>, Josh. <laughs> so anytime someone is super annoying, we're just like, oh, he pulled a Josh. Oh, uh, <laughs> Oh God. PG, I think I think you go to jail for assault. I would. Yeah, I probably I would. would. I think I think someone finally gets. Too much on a golf course, you step on your driver, snap off the head, and shove the shaft through his stomach. Probably. Or his neck. Honestly, like, 
Yeah, no, I feel like I'm like a really sweet person and I've never been in a fight. But if you cross me or if you do anything to disrespect me, my friends or my family, like I'm a very loyal and protective person. And if you cross me, I lose it. And so I have like all of this built up anger and frustration. And people always say that like, I'm a very scary person because I can just get really intense and really serious real fast. So yeah, I would definitely go to jail for that. Yeah. All right. So Pro Tour, how is Pro Tour going to jail? Ooh. You guys, I'm too perfect for this game. I agree. Insider trading? (laughs) Insider trading. (laughs) No, I think she'd probably get sick of one of us and just like wrap a podcast cord or mic cord around our necks and just be done with it. <laughs> She's like, no okay, more podcasting. Cool. cool, cool. So, so manslaughter. Yeah, and it would definitely be you, Josh, because you're annoying. <laughs> yes. I'd be yes. like, he pulled a Karen slash Josh. It's done. <laughs> you, you will, you'll attack him with the uh, mic cord, and then I'll grab my club, and we're good to go. <laughs> oh, cool. So, oh, so the assault's on me too. Great, great. <laughs> Again, all press is good press. <laughs> we like uh, uh, we can do a whole series of um, th- our new co-hosts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've already like, been replaced. Want to become our new co-host? Well, you're dead. What would you do? <laughs> I think, uh, keep let, let, this is the worst fan fiction ever. <laughs> so that is our fan fiction of playing around. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Oh my god, they're gonna now they're gonna write how they're gonna kill me to be your co-host. We would never. Josh, we love you. Uh-huh. But that would definitely happen at some t- at some point. Maybe <laughs> season two. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Okay, Tori, can you please tell us about this article that we've been mentioning now for <laughs> a while, but we haven't talked about it? I want to know what you found. Yes. So the headline reads, Black Women Sue Golf Course, that called cops al- alleging they were playing too slow. Um, so basically this happened back in 2018. Um, they filed a lawsuit on this past Monday to the Grandview Golf Course, um, where some where several of the employees are involved in it as well. And basically they were um, being harassed or kicked off, whatever word you want to label it as, um, for delaying the golf course uh, for playing too slow. Ugh. This is a really tough one because it's gender and racial discrimination and there's it, this is such a long discussion and you, I don't think that any of us can really do it justice. I will say from the racial side, I my best friend Danny, who um, I've, I've mentioned, she she's black and I never realized my privilege until I spent a lot of time with her. And I grew up in a family where you never notice someone's skin color or their ethnicity or any, any differences. We were all the same. And so I was really naive to the fact that all of this was happening in real life. And so when I was hanging out with Danny a lot, we would go into any, any place, really. It could be a restaurant. It could be a grocery store. It could be a shopping area. And she would get followed by employees everywhere she would go. She was treated unfairly, poorly. And even when we were pulled over once, she had to put her hands on the dash and it was really scary for her. And I have never been in that position where I fear authority or that people are judging me I mean, I, I get it because people judge me for what I look like, but it's it's like an, on a completely different level, and I've never really felt comfortable talking about it because of my privilege and because I don't have to deal with it on a daily basis, and that's a whole other problem in itself, and I've seen what she has gone through and the struggles, and we've talked about it a lot, and it is a problem, and I, and I never understand why someone's the color of their skin is a reason that someone doesn't like you. That does not make sense to me. It sounds so unbelievably stupid that that is still an issue in 2020 and that we talk about it and that it it, it has all of these, gosh, it's just, it's, it just honestly makes me so unbelievably sad. 
going on the gender side of things, being a woman, I understand it. Showing up to a golf course, people presume that I'm going to play slow. They don't want to play with me. I've had this happen my entire career. They will go to a starter and say, I'm not playing with her because she's a woman. Or when I was younger, because she was, you know, she's a young girl. She's going to keep us up. I don't want to play with her. And so it's not shocking that this happened. It's just incredibly sad. And this is what really frustrates me the most out of everything is no one is slower than a guy playing from the wrong tees. <laughs> so these guys will make these, this huge deal about women being on the golf course and holding up play, and for them it's a social hour, yet they're getting trashed on the golf course playing from the tips, and they're a freaking 28 handicap, and they're playing everything out, and these are the type of guys that will hit a driver 220. They'll be 310 out, and they're like, I'm going to go for it in two on a par five. That is... <laughs> Like, that drives me insane. And I am I feel so bad for these women who have gone through this. And I don't think this is the only story that this has happened to of women who have gone to the golf course and felt this way. And that's why they're not coming back and returning to the golf course. It's, it's not a gender issue. Some people are just slow when they play and some people are fast. But for guys to say that all women are slow is not true and and this is what also bothers me too is there there needs to be restrictions on the tees that you can play and I've talked about this a lot and I've gotten a ton of heat up for it because they call them the women's tees they're the front tees and I believe that if you can't break par or shoot par from the front tees that you shouldn't move back and a lot of people don't believe in that they say well I'm paying I can play whatever tees that I want and I'll play as far back as I want to one that makes the game not fun it slows it down for everyone else and you're going to shoot way higher like why would you want to do that to yourself and and I've been at courses where starters have told me oh the women's tees are up there you have to play from there and they will not let me tee off from anything from the women's tees But you see these guys who can't even play golf and they're letting them tee off from the tips. That is, it it makes me sick to my stomach. And there's been so many times where I'm like, no, I'm not playing from the women's tees. I'm playing from the tips. And I will go back and I'll tee off from the tips and just not say another word to them after I stripe it down the center. And they need to do that to, like, they need to have, like, if you are this handicap or that handicap, you should play from these tees or those tees. You can't force anyone to do that, but I think to at least have that there so you know what tees are best for you, it's the right way to go about things. So the the, the cliche that women play slow is as old as time, right? It's, just, it's I, I mean, I grew up with that cliche as well. You don't want to get behind these women. Do you think that, at, at I, it, like I said, it's a cliche. It's it's done. It's over. But how, how do you sort of, how do you reckon with that, that, that that's no longer true anymore in, in today's, in, you know, in, in public golf. These are just stereotypes that have been around for such a long time. And it goes back to racial issues as well. You think someone is a certain way because of either a past experience or what you've been told. And so for years on years, we've been told that women are slow at golf or they, you know, it's, A joke is that golf stands for um, gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. It's a running joke, but it actually holds a lot of merit. And so people think that when men 
should only play golf and that women are not good golfers, that they're slow and they're not good for the game. And so it's just these perceptions that people have in their head and whether they realize it or not, you're going into it thinking that because of all of the past experiences or all of the jokes that someone has made or all of these things that have happened to you, it's just life experience that you've kind of picked up and it changes your perception on everyone around you. And it's unfair. And I think with everything that we do when it comes to people, you can't judge someone. I mean, we were taught this in kindergarten. Don't judge a book by its cover. Yet that doesn't hold true. And that never really makes sense to me. Like we come out not hateful people. We're here to love, yet we are forced with these ideas and these experiences. And then that changes the way we view other people. And then we hold that against everyone else that comes into our life. And we just need to be more loving towards each other in everything that we do. And we need to give people a chance right away. And I'm not saying all lady golfers are fast players. No, that's not true either. Some are slow, some are fast, just like guys. Some are slow and some are fast, just like people in general. Some people are good and some people are bad. But that, that's not defined by, if you, by your gender or your race or where you're from. It's just who you are as a person. I think we need to realize that more. Okay, okay so then getting back to this case, this, this discrimination lawsuit, um, do you think that that's going to fan the flames of discrimination or do you think that's actually starting to break down some sort of barrier? I don't know. I, as a optimistic person, I would like to think that we're always making steps in a positive direction and this will help. Um, as a realist, I don't think it really matters. I think people are going to do whatever they want to do and they're going to think the way they want to think. And this really doesn't matter. Um, but I'd like to hear Tori's thoughts about this being, being a woman. And then also just if hearing this as an outsider who isn't you know involved in golf a question kind of came to my brain because I was thinking it's so much easier said than done until you're actually on the golf course like I get it as an athlete myself that it's really frustrating to play with people who may be slower than you and you can't control that variable. Like, let's say, again, I'm a volleyball player. So let's say I'm playing volleyball. I can choose who I want to have on the team or not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but with golf, you have you can't control the surroundings at all. People are going to play golf that are bad, subpar, or great. So how do you guys handle that when you're out on the golf field, golf course? <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you guys handle that when, like, do you just have to, like, practice patience a hundred percent yeah I know I know exactly what you're saying like like for the men out there Paige like what can the men do if they're stuck behind another slower man or another like a slower woman because you can't say hey you girls are slow that's very rude so what's the solution I don't think it really has to do with other people and golf is such a mental mind where if you're playing bad, it ruins your entire mood and you're really on edge and you're irritable. And so you tend to find outside things that are bothering you. And so the easiest thing to say is, oh, I'm playing so bad because there's, you know, these four slow women in front of me. And then other guys like, oh, yeah, I totally get it. I understand. And so I think people are just picking anything that they can to blame it on their terrible golf game. And I think 
So it's they're just thinking of any other excuse other than the fact that they're just playing like shit that day. So it's like, oh, these women in front of me are, are slow. Or did you see that bug fly in front of my face? Like that totally threw me off. Or dude, you were talking. Why were you talking my backswing? So like golfers are notorious for having excuses on excuses for every little thing. And so I think a lot of it has to do with that, where it's so easy to blame other people around you for your bad golf game. And so it's pace of play is one. Yeah, it's irritating, but sometimes you just can't do anything about it. If there's a ton of people on the golf course, it's just going to be slow that day. If golf courses want it to be quicker, then don't stack it with tee times or space it out a little bit more, or there's things that you can do to make it quicker. But I think people just need to be more patient and realize that when they're having a bad day, not to blame it on other people and especially not the four, you know, women in front of you that are slow. Going back to this whole article though, to be to have someone called the cops on you for playing slow is outrageous when you think about it. But it's so sad that we're even at this point because that's not even shocking for me and golf because that's just how golf is sometimes. And it's like, yeah, of course, I can actually see that happening. <laughs> like, it's not, they overreact on like the smallest little things. But I think that if you are playing bad and you're frustrated, try not to blame it on other people. And if people are slow in front of you, just be like, maybe ask them like usually when you're playing you tend to meet up with a group in front of you on tee boxes and so ask them like hey like what what's going on like how's it going and usually they'll be like oh it's the group in front of you and that's usually what happens usually a couple groups in front that are holding everyone up and so it's not even the group in front of you that's the problem could be three groups away and so that's where you need to call the marshal in or call the clubhouse and be like hey it's really slow outside and they'll handle it I didn't even think about the whole perspective of the excuse. Oh, I mean, I've heard all of them. Like, oh, I haven't practiced in forever. I'm like, dude, I saw you on the range yesterday, but okay. Like, (laughs) I've never played so bad in my entire life. Or, oh, my back's tight today. I don't think I can hit it very far. Or, oh, I think my driver's broken. Something has to be wrong with my driver. Like, every excuse you can think of, golfers have used it. Yeah, it's 100% true. It's um, not only just the driver, it's oh my God, I got the wrong shaft, or this grip size is too small. I got to get oversized grips, or God, no. And, and Does the face look, look shut to you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my favorite. And PG is totally right. Like the first person that's going to get blamed is someone not in your foursome. It's the people ahead of you. I mean, it's really easy to find out who's playing slow. If there's a hole ahead of you open, that person's playing slow. But it, 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 like... Like you said, I mean, let's just pretend. I mean, we're out there playing golf. That's just like the, the best thing I could possibly think of. So why not just enjoy it? And if it's and if it's if it's that big of a deal, then you say, hey, you guys are you guys are too uh, you guys are too slow. You, you got two holes to make up or whatever. I think the biggest thing is etiquette. Uh, slow play comes from just not knowing the golf etiquette. And so if you're a newer golfer. Um, after maybe seven shots at it, just pick it up and go to the next hole. And, but that goes for everyone. And I think a lot of people just think that it's women. I got this DM the other day and this guy was saying that he wants to get more women involved. And it was a really sweet message. And all of a sudden at the bottom, he just said, women don't understand etiquette. So I need to educate them. I'm like, why is it women? Why is it always women? Like the things that I have, the people have said to me about like why women aren't in golf or, you know, why they 
are not interested or how can we get them into the game? And their thinking is so backwards because, again, it's it's just a bunch of old white men trying to think of this, how to fix this issue. I swear, this one guy told me, and I almost lost it. He said that the reason women don't continue playing or have interest in golf is because they have to have kids. And who's going to stay home with the kids if the woman is out there playing golf? Oh, my gosh. I almost lost it. I I did lose it, actually. And I was, I'm like, well, why can't you stay home? Why can't you take care of the kids? Like, he's like, well, it's the women's touch. They're just born to nurture and raise. And I'm like, what the, seriously? What are you talking about? And so this is why when you first brought up the, this um, situation, I started talking about the bigger picture because the way that we view people and the way that we view different races and gender is just, it's not a golf issue. It's a larger, bigger issue. And so the ideology and how we think affects how we think about people in golf. And that's why golf just doesn't seem to be progressing. It's because of the way it is. It's mostly, if you look at a golf tournament, look at the people there. How diverse is the crowd? They, they look like me. <laughs> exactly. When you go to a football game or a basketball game or even a baseball game, everyone looks different. Wow. Yeah. But with golf, everyone looks the same. And so it's a much bigger picture issue than just how do we get women into the game? It's a, it's a diversity issue. I got I to gotta be honest. I, I do think, PG, I think you're right. And I think classically, and again, that's another cliche. I do think that that is changing quite a bit. And I, and I, and I have noticed a little bit more. What I, 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 I guess what I'm curious about is like, um, do, it, it is a predominantly male-oriented game, right? Do women even like or want to play golf? Like Pro Tour... Do you even does it even like interest you to knowing the knowing the givens, which is it's going to cost a bit of money and it's four hours on a trip tr- uh, on a track? Do you even does it appeal to you? Yeah, I think uh, again I would feel more comfortable going to a golf course knowing that stuff like this article wouldn't happen because I know I would be the girl who's slowing everyone down. And I know you two would be supportive of me being like, okay, keep going and like push through or whatever. But I, I would feel the guilt of holding back everybody else, which is whole, which honestly holds me back from wanting to learn the game more. I would only really want to ever do like a driving range at max, unless I knew that the golf course was like rented out or something. And I wasn't affecting other people's game because I wouldn't want to be critiqued like this. But Josh, I have a question for you then. But why is it that women don't want to play? Why why do you guys have an interest in getting into the game? I mean, it's it's still the same thing. Why is it a gender issue? Why would a woman not want to play golf and a man want to play golf? No, I'm asking because I don't know. It might maybe it is. Listen, I I'm I'm all uh, I'm all about that this is a male dominated sport and and I know that and I know the tilt of the whole thing. What I, I'm literally asking is, do do just as many women want to learn the game as men? Like, do they even want to? I think they do. 
it's great for business. It's a great life skill to have. It's fun to go out with your girlfriends and go play just like it is to go out with your guy friends and go play. But we're, and, and I know you guys probably think I'm beating a dead horse here and going back to the larger picture, but it, it starts when we're younger. Like when guys are given tools and trucks and girls are given, um, like play those little play cooking stations and baby dolls and Barbie dolls. Like when we're born, we're, we're forced into you, you like this and guys like this. So maybe if you give a girl a a set of golf clubs when she's young, she's not going to know that like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't be playing or maybe this shouldn't interest me. She'll play because she wants to play. I I think there's some truth to that PG, but I also do know this. I mean, look, look, you know, I'm a father twice over and I've watched kids grow up. And one thing that's really interesting to me is, is yes, you don't want to give your daughter the Barbie and your son the, the bow and arrow, obviously. But what I have noticed, and this is true, is that guys, boys, little boys will pick up sticks and hit things with them and act like a gun. And they will do that way, 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 way more than girls do. Growing up, did you treat your daughter different than you treated your son with like the activities that you got her into or just and everything that you did? How, how different did you treat them? Uh, you, you treat them how they want. They, uh, you, you try everything. I mean, Ru- Ruby had uh, golf clubs just as early, if not earlier, than Julian did. And Ruby was out on that golf course just as early um, doing all of those things. And we do a, a lot of the same things when I, when I, when I raised them both. I mean, they're, they're, there's a big difference in, in stuff, but they, they, ha- they had equal opportunity. Um, and it's what they gravitate towards. It's what they want to do with their their free time that you do with them, you know, and you offer them all these sort of things. I I am just saying, I'm just throwing this out there because I think men gravitate towards golf a lot more than women gravitate towards golf. That doesn't mean anything in in, in excuse any discrimination or anything. I'm just curious if, um, if all the, 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 if the playing field was even, would there be as many women golfers as men? I think that's just such a hard question. Because I, I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, and I'm trying to think about it in a different way because the way I have been thinking about it, I don't think has really made a difference. Like, it ha- th- there has to be some kind of change where girls, why girls don't want to play golf. Is it because of the way that they're treated? Is it because when they're younger, maybe they're not taken out on the golf course with their mom or dad? Is it, you know, there's so many different reasons why. And I don't know. I don't know. I honestly have no idea. When I grew up, I grew up in a very unconventional family where my dad did all of the cooking and the cleaning and my mom did all the handiwork. And they both come from big sports backgrounds, and we were we were raised to be athletes. And I never really viewed golf when I was younger as like a men's sport. I I was aware of the fact that I was the only girl out there, and that people treated me differently. But I loved it, and I didn't think that I shouldn't be playing. Um, but I didn't feel welcome, but I loved it so much. So I guess that some people just don't love it enough to keep playing because of everything else that's against them when it comes to golf. Another example. So my sister, who's two years older than me and is a hell of an athlete, and she played D1 sports in college. She was introduced to golf just as early as I was. 
And she was like, nah, it's too boring. Uh, the ball is not moving. I'm, you know, she played three sports in, in high school. She played um, softball in college. I mean, so what I'm saying is she, and she has sticks and she plays probably three, four times a year. Um, but it was, it just wasn't her, it wasn't her thing. Golf was too boring for her. I think, especially in like middle school and high school, girls tend to gravitate towards sports that are cool and that they feel good maybe wearing the what you wear plays a big part in the sport that you play and there's actually a lot of research behind it but a lot of girls tend to play soccer or volleyball or even track because when you go to the games you see a lot of boys there supporting them golf isn't viewed as a cool sexy sport it's just not I mean Tori when you were growing up you're an athlete did that play a part in like you wanted to play a sport that people thought was cool? Yeah, definitely. I think that I chose, I mean, my mom, my sisters, they all played volleyball. So that was kind of already paid for me, but at my school, volleyball, football and baseball and basketball were all the very like top tier sports. Anything outside of that, it was like, you're kind of a weirdo. Like water polo (laughs) did not even exist at my high school, you know? Yeah. Because it wasn't the cool sport. It wasn't the sport where everybody would want to attend or totally knew the rules and regulations of it to be invested. Well, and it was, it's probably hard, too, because you can all go to an auditorium and watch a volleyball match. You can't just like it's so hard to go to a golf course and watch people play. You have to walk a lot people aren't together you can only watch one person at a time if you're just cheering for like the school so it's it's hard it's not as accessible as other sports and it's kind of the same thing too like I I think it's expensive it's really expensive it's time consuming so I think a lot of those reasons play into why people don't play golf and then women don't and continue to play because they don't feel welcomed well, look, I mean, golf, watching golf, even at the highest level at a, at a tournament is, is I, I'm going to say it, it's boring. It's boring yeah. for a lot of people. I, I mean, like, look, you and I have been studying the golf swing for so long that we can, we can gather information. I mean, it's interesting to us, but there's, there's no, there's no opponent. There's no, there's no drama that you know of because everyone's on different holes. Like it is a boring thing to watch and golf is a boring sport in, in, in and of itself uh, across the board with all sports. So, so I, I, I get that. And, and I, like I said, I'm so, I, 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 this lawsuit is, is tragic. I, I do feel that there's not more momentum in equality on the golf course because I don't think there's equality in interest. I don't really know what to say there. <laughs> it's just such a, I think this could be a, a continuous discussion that we have i mean we're not going to solve the world's problems on playing around (laughs) boobs are more our speed but it's good to talk about and to think about and i would like to hear from what everyone else thinks too like do you think that why do you think women don't choose to play and it's not just women i think a lot of people think that i'm always just here defending women but it's all different people we need diversity in golf. And so if you feel different, why don't you play? 
you know, and I, I think that's a big thing too. And we only focus on, you know, why aren't more women involved, but why aren't more people in general involved in the game? This isn't a, just a, a female centric issue. This is getting younger people into the game, different races, ethnicities, women, different genders, whatever you identify as, like, why aren't you interested in playing golf? And I think that's the bigger issue is just, is it is it because it's too slow? Is it too expensive? Is it too elitist? Is it too stuffy? Is it all of the above? Like, is it boring? Why why is there just kind of like this lack of interest when it comes to golf? Yeah, and I completely agree. And we would love to hear your guys' thoughts. So please email us at par at iheartradio.com or DM us at playing around podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Wow, guys, that was such a great discussion. I <laughs> I know we like to have a lot of fun on this podcast. You guys know that too. But to have a meaningful discussion and to bring up so many different opinions it doesn't mean we're right or wrong. And I think we definitely have to state that. And 
if you have a difference of opinion, don't be afraid to tell us and write in and let you know, let us know what you think. But we're going to have a fun segment now. It's called Shower Thoughts. These random thoughts that you just kind of have in your head to just pop in and out whenever. And these are my shower thoughts. And so, <laughs> guys, I know what you're thinking. It's not dirty. <laughs> I was just about to say, just real quick, that, that just brought all your subscribers to your shower. I know. This is not fan fiction, guys. Let's stay on topic here. <laughs> So the first one is girl hot and guy hot. What's the difference? What do you think you are? So let's discuss it. I know for a fact that I'm guy hot. I've always been guy hot. I've never been girl hot and I will never be girl hot. Guy hot is just who I am and I've accepted that now. And for everyone listening, the difference is if you don't really get the discussion right now, guy hot is what guys think it's pretty self-explanatory <laughs> it's what guys think are hot and then girl hot is more like what girls think thinks is hot so it could be really anything it could be guys girls things fashion sense hairstyles whatever T- guys tend to like one certain thing girls tend to like another thing okay i'm still a little i'm, I'm a little bit confused on this guy hot versus girl hot like so do you, so does that mean if you're guy hot, that means guys think you're hot or does that mean girls don't think you're hot? Yes. So yeah, girls are, girls don't think I'm hot. Well, they might, they don't want to be me. I think that's the best way to do it. I would say like girl hot. When I see a girl, it's girl hot. She's a girl I want to be. I love the way she dresses. I like her vibe. Her style's really cool. She tends to be more kind of cute and beautiful. Guy hot. Well, I think when girls see another girl that's guy hot, um, she tends to come off a bit like Tori. How would you how would you say it? Like I don't want to say like slutty, but like no, it, totally. They're more like sexy, um, more like a a guy's girl, um, more into like sports, guy stuff, stuff like that. I guess I see it as. Um and this is going to sound terrible of me because this probably will be me one day or something, but like the major Botox and like plump lips and then like the fake boobs. And then like, I wouldn't, not that I don't think that's attractive. Cause I'm like, that is hot, but that's like guy hot versus maybe what I would like follow on my Instagram hot. Yeah. And then there's like the perfect. So I would say, um, when I'm thinking of celebrities, the perfect example of guy hot is Megan Fox. Yes. And then the perfect example of girl hot would be Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. I think, but that, so then there's the unicorn, someone who's guy hot and girl hot. And I think Jen Aniston is definitely girl hot and guy hot. Like Blake That's Lively true. is girl hot mm. and guy hot. Wow. You are really nailing this celebrity one. Yes. Oh, girl, I'm trying to think of a, like a solid girl hot celebrity that's like popular now. I'm just still thinking about Blake Lively. <laughs> yeah, she's she's pretty. Uh, who was who would be girl hot, Tori? Uh, I'm like, okay, I have a girl's. Um, what's the one from the girl that she's on from the Blind Side? She has the best eyebrows ever. Uh, Sandra Sandra Bullock. No, um, <laughs> Lily Collins. <laughs> Lily Collins. Like, yeah, I think girls would be like, that is like natural, beautiful, like that's just hot and like elegant girl. And then to a guy, he'd probably be like, I mean, yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, that's a really good example. 
And, and it's not that like one is better than the other. I think just you just tend to gravitate towards one. And I've never been described as cute. I've always, when guys like describe me, they've always described me as like sexy. And it's just something, I think it's the way like my body is shaped and the way that my face looks. Like a lot of guys will tell me that I just have like this, I'll say in like the not vulgar way, but I have like bedroom eyes. So like when I look at a guy, I look at them like I want them. And I'm like, no, that's just how my face looks. So it's just something that like, I can't, I can't help. I, I want to be cute. Like I would love to do that, but it's just, it's not, it's not built in my DNA. Is being cute a compliment? I think so. Oh yeah. I feel like when you say like a girl is like cute or beautiful, that's like a girl you want to marry. But when you call a girl sexy, that's just like a girl you want to sleep with. And that's me. Oh, like, come on. <laughs> that's come my, on. That, let's, that's just a throwback to like my college years. <laughs> yeah. Talk about cliches. I mean, like, look, it's, it, first of all, yes, you, you are not cute in one way. And that is the way you hold yourself page PG. Like I, you know, when I first met you, I wasn't sure like who you were and I clocked you and you hold yourself as sexy somewhat elegant as well the way your posture is and the way you the way you move so yeah you would not be considered cute on physical examination but i think you know sitting when i was sitting in phoenix or uh, not phoenix in scottsdale with and, and and doing that podcast for you you were very cute seeing you in your stupid crocs curled up on a couch <laughs> with your dog around you that was you were very cute so so look we don't we we don't marry sexy or cute or beautiful or whatever we you know it's we gravitate towards words and people gra- people are words right like that girl's kind of cute that girl's just straight up sexy for sure I think confidence is the biggest thing. I think if you're girl hot or guy hot, if you have confidence and you pull your look off, then people are going to gravitate towards you. But again, like I grew up with just a ton of guy friends and all we talk about is sports. Like I never had girlfriends around me at all. And so I don't even feel like I had an opportunity to be girl hot because I just didn't have that. (laughs) I didn't have access to that. But like for Tori, you confuse me. Because you're a wild card in this discussion because you are both, I think. Because you're definitely guy hot because you have the sports, you're witty, you're funny, you can hang with the guys. But like, and I can tell too because of all the DMs I get about you. So I definitely know you're guy hot, but you're also girl hot with like the way you dress and like your, your hair. And you're also like kind of a girly girl too. And so you're, you're like this mix between girl hot and guy hot. Let's do this, Pro Tour. Let's take out the word hot and let's say, are you girl? Do you think you're girl attractive or guy attractive? Girl attractive. Yeah, I think you're both. I, I actually kind of think PG's right here because yeah. when I first look, like when you do your hair, like not when you do your hair, like when you, you when you put out, <laughs> you don't like, look like in, a goblin, you're definitely hot. <laughs> <laughs> looking at you right now. <laughs> I'd say girl attractive. <laughs> oh, God. 
god. See, but I think that's like <laughs> we we have all these sides to us. Like I think any girl can be girl hot or guy hot, but what is like our our go to? And like Tori's, you're you're still the confusing one. I think you're definitely girl hot and guy hot. I don't think I can ever be girl hot. I'm always just guy hot. I think you're definitely what girls want to be and guys want you. So I could see you playing both fields too. But I don't think, I, I don't, girls don't come to me for like fashion advice. <laughs> when girls slide in my DMs, they're not like, oh my gosh, your hair is so nice. What products do you use? They're like, hey, I'm thinking of getting fake boobs. What size are you? <laughs> Have you been asked that before? That's the only DM I ever get from girls, and it's been a lot. <laughs> so, Tori, on a guy's body, what's your favorite part? <sighs> like back, abs, mm-hmm. forearms. Good, good calves. Good calves. Ca- oh, good calves. That's a good one. I love a good calves. Well, because especially a ton of guys skip leg day, too. So... <laughs> You know it's real when they have some nice legs. They're well-rounded. I like tattoos. If a guy has tattoos, I, I love that. It makes him just look so badass. No wonder why you picked Justin Bieber. See, but I, I'm not, I don't think I, I'm like, I'm not attracted to Justin Bieber, but the fact that he has like a ton of tattoos makes him more attractive. Paige, Josh, do you guys have tattoos? No. So my mom said she... <laughs> She's like, I will let you wear whatever you want to wear, obviously, and be whoever you want to be. But she's like, if you ever get a tattoo, I'll never talk to you again. Like, she doesn't mind it on other people, but she just, like, doesn't want it on me. So I don't have one. And honestly, like, I already feel like I look really trashy. And I just, like, (laughs) like a tattoo would just kind of set it over the edge. Like, I'm always that borderline, like, you know, when people look at me, they go, is she a stripper? And if I had a tattoo, they would probably be like, no, she's just homeless and, like, I don't know, living in, like, a van and (laughs) is a prostitute. I don't know. I don't know. Nothing against prostitutes. No, then you'd be a stripper. I don't know. I've been watching these stripper videos on YouTube a lot lately, and I have a lot of respect (laughs) for strippers and, like, what they do. And they make bank. Like, they make so much money, and their YouTube videos are, like, the most fascinating thing. And, like, they get to wear, like, cute little outfits for, like, a little bit. And they make a lot of money, and they're just, like, working the system. So I have a lot of respect for strippers. So if anyone's like, are you a stripper? I'm like, no, but I respect them. And it's really hard, too. Like, I took a pole dancing class once, and it is so hard to, like, pull yourself up on that pole I had bruises like all over my legs and it's it is a workout like when you are next time guys you have a stripper at your bachelor party tip them a little extra you know because it's really hard to do what they're doing we start from guy hot girl hot to how to tip your stripper (laughs) just another day on the podcast with Paige wait don't we have other shower thoughts what's our next one okay Look, I want to I want to do this because this one's kind of for me is the most interesting of your shower thoughts, um, and that is to not be afraid to use your good qualities to your advantage, because I think you have the most unique perspective on this of any person I've ever met. Yeah, I I get a lot of questions of <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? 
I was open anything with that. I get a lot of questions, but I do get a lot of questions about a lot of things, and this is one of them. And it's, do I feel like my appearance is an advantage or a disadvantage? And if I dressed a different way or a certain way, would that help me be more respected? And then also, if I did do that, would I never even have followers to begin with? And I feel that every person is unique and they have good qualities or things that separate them from other people and you should use that to your advantage. I feel like I should use my appearance to my advantage, but that's not the only thing that I value about myself. I also think that I'm smart. I'm a good businesswoman. I can be funny at times and I (laughs) am engaging with other people. I feel like I'm good with like in one-on-one situations and so I use all of those qualities to help me build a career and and to build a business I think especially in golf being a male-dominated industry a lot of times in meetings people underestimate me based on my looks and I use that to my advantage so a lot of times when I'm in a big group of people and they're mostly guys they don't usually ask me for my opinion and they, or they don't start a conversation with me. They're too busy talking with each other. And so I sit back and I observe. And I'm quiet. I listen to what's going on. I'm picking up intel on everyone. I'm the dynamic. And that's an advantage for me to be a woman in this industry. And then for people to use my looks against me is also an advantage because they don't expect anything from me. And they don't see me as a threat. And so... When I work my butt off and I do everything I need to do, they never see it coming until I am the most followed golfer on Instagram or I hopefully will have a successful podcast or I'm doing everything I need to be doing to be a force in golf media and people underestimate me because of what I look like. And so you should never be afraid to use your good qualities and your advantage Especially if you're smart or, I mean, just think of anything that you're good at and never be afraid or shy away from that. Um, I, I, that's just what I was taught and it, I think it's been useful so far. Well done. I have a question for both of you guys regarding this. Josh, you had a successful career yourself. Paige, you as well with golf. How did you guys figure out your good qualities? I think a lot of that is, um, is, is, is feedback. But it's also one of the things that I've known about in entertainment, and, and entertainment has obviously changed so, so drastically, even in the last decade. But the, 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 the thing is, like, people shine when they're doing what they love, right? I think, that, I think that universally. People shine and they're their best selves when they're doing something they love. When that is something that other people love too, then they gravitate towards you, Right. So when, when, when you're doing something with, with, with me, whether it was building or comedy or whatever it was that I was doing, and I was, I was really happy doing it and shining, you get feedback from other people. So you find out, you find out, you might think you're this kind of a person, but you end up finding out what you do for other people is this, this, and this. So it, it's actually a really kind of interesting sort of uh, uh, a tie to what PG was just saying, whereas she knew she was hot, she knew... You know, her, her fun bags were, were a good draw, but, but she also is learning. She's, she's taken those good qualities that people have gravitated towards and use them to her advantage. Well, and I also think that 
it's so doggy dog and you need any kind of advantage that you can get and it would be unbelievably stupid for you not to use them in any way and I see a lot of women do this where they'll go into a situation and they feel like they have to dumb themselves down or they have to act a certain way because that's expected of them and you shouldn't you should be yourself and use your good qualities to your advantage like Tori what are some of what do you think are your your good qualities I know I'm asking this partially because I'm like literally writing things down right now that like I learned from you guys and like how you guys utilize this on your own platform but I'm not I'm very like confident who I am, but I don't always feel confident in like my next steps forward. And I think that comes from insecurities of being an athlete that I've always had a coach, like making the next call for me versus my own self. Um, So I've kind of been struggling lately on just like, okay, like what do I want to do in my career or what do I want to take the next step or how to take the next step? And so I don't really know what my good qualities are because I'm like, I feel frozen right now. So it's actually something in quarantine that I'm trying to work on. So I really like this topic and listening to you guys talk about it. Cause for me, that's something I'm trying to figure out and feel confident in affirming myself in versus feeling like I'm being like cocky or something, you know? Well, and I think you do have to be cocky and you have to own what makes you special. Like when I think of you, Tori, I think you have really amazing interpersonal communication skills and you are so great with people you're quick on your feet you're witty you make people feel comfortable right away you're very like warm and comforting and that's a huge advantage in life like use that if you can get someone to trust you and open up to you and to like build a friendship that is invaluable and a lot of people miss that they think in business or just in life that you have to be aggressive and a bad person and to um, cut people down to get ahead. And that's not actually the truth. I feel like I've gone farther in life by not doing that and by being a good person and being there for other people it might take a little bit longer, but in the end, you're going to be successful and you're going to have all these great relationships along the way. Thank you. That's really nice. What a sappy, sappy end to uh, <laughs> this podcast. I think we maybe need to do one uh, listener email or TNA just to bring it back because I feel like everyone listening is like shut up for sure <laughs> for <care>. sure <laughs> okay are you ready for the to hit the the mic Josh are we doing the TNA you're We're doing it right in <laughs> oh, we're going faster today it's T <laughs> N A I think we need an oh can you guys work on an opening song too? And that can be the we need a opener to playing around. For sure. Okay. So that'll be your agreement for for next week is to think of an opener song. It'll be the exact same sounding as TNA, so just keep your standards low. They're already there. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Oh, we're jumping right into TNA." <laughs> okay. okay, from Toy. Now, without any equipment sponsor, what is in Paige's golf bag right now? So I have a tailor-made driver, a Callaway Rogue three wood, uh, a two 
Titleist hybrids. One is a 19 degree. The other one is a 22. And then I have Mizuno 919 hot metal irons. And then I have PXG wedges in a 58, a 54, and a 52, 50. I don't, they're they're bent at weird degrees, but around there, and then a tailor made Ardmore putter. Yeah, I think that was everything. Which title is driver? Tailor made driver. Tailor made. Which one? I have the tailor made M three, M four, M four. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't actually care about equipment. I just go and I get fitted and whatever they tell me works for me, works for me. So I'm not like a real, like, I've never been super into the science behind my clubs or even what they are. If they work for me, then I play them. And I feel like a lot of people need to do that instead of trying to be so obsessive with it. Are they blades, PG? Are they blades? No, no. They are the most forgiving clubs in the entire world, I see guys playing blades and they shouldn't be playing blades and they only play them because they look good. And it drives me bananas because they're like miss hitting it and they can't even find the center of the club face. And they're like, oh, I, I can't hit a club straight. I'm like, yeah, because you're playing blades and you should be playing like the the super forged like you need to play clubs that help you like why try to make golf harder on you it's already hard so go for the most forgiving clubs because you're gonna be so much happier than trying to play blades totally agree i uh when i when i play against guys with blades i know i'm gonna make money (laughs) what a random episode guys i love the shower thoughts Shower thoughts is a good one. We have a ton of them, too. So we, we definitely have to keep this going. And people really seem to like last episode with the page bears all. That was a that was a hit. Man, was that a hit or what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing held back. I know. This show is just going to be me unfiltered for two hours. <laughs> it's either like me completely unfiltered or me doing a therapy session like there's no in between you got one or the other well now do you feel good because i think that that there's a little bit of that do you feel good after every podcast yeah i mean of course i i think one thing that's really hard is i really want to be myself on this show and i want to have fun and i think that's really important that we We have fun. We make it fun and sexy. Cross the line sometimes. And we talk about issues that we need to talk about. And we make boob jokes. And we do all these things. But it's hard for me being a woman because I know I have to watch what I say. A lot of guys in podcasts, they can, in sports podcasts, they've openly talked about sex and having sex and these crazy things that have happened and they cuss all the time, yet they still get sponsors. But I I almost feel like sometimes I can't do that. And so I go back and forth. It's like, do I want to just completely be myself and do this podcast unfiltered? Or do I have to watch what I say to uh, get sponsors and to not feel like I'm blacklisted from golf? And so I go back and forth a lot about that in being comfortable with what I say and who I am, knowing that guys can very well say 10 times worse than I do, and that won't 
be it won't affect them at all. But I think I've come to terms with kind of what my brand is and who I am. And people really seem to like when I am fully myself. And so I've decided to do that. And once I've decided that, I, I feel really good about the things that we talk about and making it fun. And my, my parents love it too. And that's what's so funny. Like they text me after the last episode and said that that was the funniest episode and that was their favorite. So I, that always makes me feel good. And so if they don't really care, then, you know, I don't really care. And I'm, I'm not going to try to focus on like the sponsors or feeling like I have to be a certain way. Good. Because that's status quo stuff that's been going on for a long time and you're doing something different. Paige Renee. <laughs> I try to, but it's still, it's still difficult knowing that you if you say one wrong thing then you won't be able to work with these companies and and this was and I know this for a fact because this one company like sponsored this podcast and they were saying way worse stuff and they said that they wouldn't work with me because my brand was too risque and I was just posting like cleavage shots like I, I didn't even really have like a bikini picture at the time and so that I always think back to that moment or the time that I got fired for um in Instagram posts that I put up. And so I'm always like, gosh, I have to be 10 times funnier than everyone else, 10 times better and watch what I say. And then it's still not a guarantee that I'll even get a sponsor. So it's just, it's tough sometimes for sure. Well, for me and Pro Tour and all those 2.2 million, you are 10 times better, Paige, PG. So thank you for your honesty and your vulnerability. And and you're 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 never stopping telling the truth. I don't think I I just literally don't have a filter. Even I try to. I'm like I probably shouldn't say that, and then I say it anyway. So <laughs> there's there's no stopping this. So I'm excited to keep going. Um, I, I've really been loving all of the supportive comments about the podcast. People seem to be loving it and loving what we're doing and keeping it honest and fun. So uh, I thank you guys for listening in every single week and sharing this and being a part of our little community that we're building right now. It's just the beginning, and I feel like the episodes are getting better and better. And so thanks for being patient with us through me figuring out podcasting and us figuring out audio in quarantine and just you know, getting to know each other better. So uh, we appreciate you. Thank you again for listening to us and enjoying what we're doing. We have a lot of fun doing it, as you can tell. So thanks again, and we will see you guys for another episode next week. Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.